Hey, hey, all right, all right. Hey, here we are, everybody. Check it out. Dave Mathias back for another episode live. The Blabbermalt uh, Show, the Blabbermalt episode Show. 25. 25. Yeah, here we are. It's not really a surprise where we're at today because you can see it right behind us. Yeah, we're at Franklin Brewing Company. Franklin Brewing Company, hanging out with Aaron and Howard. So Hello, excited guys. to have you guys here. Excited to be here. I hope so. You're here all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I should say excited to be here with you. Yes, yeah. we're, we're definitely stoked. So just like always when we're on remote, we get a chance to try some beers, talk about what's, what you have on tap, and um, hear a little bit of the story, get a, a chance to get a tour of the space. It's really the only reason we do this, so we can get free beer from everybody until they start catching on. <laughs> hey, it's part of the deal about being a podcaster, right? You get a chance to go out. We're on Spotify, damn it, David. It's a nice little yeah. perk, right? It's a perk. Yeah. It's yeah. a huge it's perk. A perk. So get a tour of the facility and uh, really just hang out for a little bit. Sure. You guys a chance to promote what you do, let everybody know what it's all about, Lorraine County Beer and Franklin Brewing Company. So absolutely. Dave, how was your weekend? It was great. Marblehead yeah. again. Oh, nice. Got wrecked on the deck. <laughs> That's your thing out there, though. Bro. I know. Wrecked <laughs> on the deck. This is like deja vu. I know. I just heard. This is this what happened last time, last too. Last week. <laughs> These guys, they come out with this. Great bourbon, and they make me drink it. Next thing I know, I'm banged up. I'm banged up, son. Banged up. This is a three-day weekend, so you got banged up how many days? Uh, a couple. A couple. Yeah. I mean, we had a wedding that went, went to on uh, Saturday, which was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, my niece got married downtown at the Elliott. A beautiful place. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We uh, had a good time at the, re- at the reception and danced with my daughter a bunch, and she came over with, from Case, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So had a good time. Get a chance to kind of relax on Sunday and Monday with everybody and just really kind of take in the weekend. How about you guys? Worked. Yeah. Just kind of chilled here, doing some things, trying to get stuff ready for we got a bunch of events coming up this weekend. So we heard about always want to be prepared. Absolutely. It's exciting. Howard, how about you? Like Aaron said, worked. We were here Friday. We did our first pint and paint with uh, Cameron Goodrich. She came out to Brewfest the last couple of years. So uh, she's going to be here with a sort of a rotating roster of artists. So they'll be here again Friday, and you'll get to paint a pint glass with some hop leaves. And, um, and I awesome. don't know if Cam will be here. And then we also have uh, our classical guitar player, Scott Schlegel. He's going to be playing that night as well. And then Saturday will be closed because we've got two different events to go to. That's pretty cool, and we'll get to those in a second, right? Let everybody know where you're going to be at this weekend. Definitely. definitely. Guys, the place looks fantastic. I mean, we, we came in. We were here on your very first opening day and got a chance to take in a little bit uh, that moment, but just to see over the course of how many months now? Jeez, what, about five? Start, this is start our, start of our six months. Yeah, six. six months. Uh, it's really become your home. It's a, it's a beautiful little place. Literally. 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 That's why the couch right. is there, you know. Sleep in there sleep on the Sleep on the couch. <laughs> Chairs with nice cushions on them. And I can't wait for you guys to give us a little bit of a tour because I want everybody to see this beautiful little place right here, downtown Grafton. Um, really cool garage door. You can see some of the natural light coming in over here. A lot of cool things to do while you're inside, not just have a, have a pint or two. Um, again, you mentioned the couch, but dicey darts and... Um, We've got a chance to see your brew house, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Perfect. A bunch of new big screen TVs, catch all the sporting events. Absolutely, yep. Sports <coughs> ball, Browns you know. Browns game starting this Sunday, so 
Stop yeah. Yeah. So before we get rolling, Dave, how how do you people here find out about Blabber Malt? Well, you probably found us on Facebook or YouTube, and we're the Blabber Malt Show there, and Spotify as well. And you can also find us on Instagram, X, and Threads. I got a Threads account since we talked on Tuesday. So <laughs> because of Howard at Blabber Malt, so <laughs> doing all the cool new things. H- Howard, how do they find Franklin Brewing Company? Same thing, all the social media channels. Uh, we're probably biggest on Facebook, but we, we do Instagram and threads. Not as much X, Twitter, or whatever you want to call it these days. I don't know. I just don't know if I like the platform all that much right. anymore. But, I mean, Facebook, you can set up the events. So that's really, uh, we heavily use that. We have an email database. So if you're in here, sign up for our email. Or just they actually, there's actually a link on our Facebook page where yeah. people can sign up. On and they're it. active. Uh, I yeah. get their emails every week, so yeah. that's that's pretty epic. What is your handle? Uh, everything's just at Franklin Brewing. At Franklin Brewing. Yep. So, Aaron, I'm going to pass over the, the mic to you, so you can walk us through this flight of beer. Sure. Uh, we'll go with the names and what's in it, what it's all about, and uh, you you can talk and. I'll do what I do best, just kind of chill and hang out and sip a little bit, right? <laughs> right. There you go. All right. Well. I guess we'll start off. It's, uh, it's, we're going to go one through five, starting at the handle there, gentlemen. So the first one we have is our Milk Street Stout, which is uh, a milk stout, so it's going to be a little bit sweeter. You guys are obviously familiar with beer and the styles and, and mm. how things go. Um, Sorry. I, ju- I jumped again. Being Franklin Brewing and Benjamin Franklin and Historian and all those types of things, uh, we try to name all of our beers off of something that is in some way related to Ben. Um, this is, we were, when I was first crafting the beers and coming up with things, and we started with a Kolsch, and then I needed something that was dark to go with it. So uh, I wanted something that was easy to drink. I didn't want an extremely heavy stout, but I wanted it to be light on the palate and something that could go over in hot weather as well as, you know, the fall and winter months. So I kind of toned down a few things and changed a little bit here and there with it, and this is what we came up with. And um, it's good. the name came yeah, from, beautiful. believe it or not, Ben was actually born on Milk Street. Oh, nice. Yeah. I did not know that. I'm getting a history lesson as well. Yeah, you will. That's, you that's will what happens when you come here. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Thank you. So, now, is it a milk stout? Is that the kind of the back of Milk Street, or is it not connected at all? Yeah, no, no, no. It is a milk stout. Okay. So it has lactose in it. I think there's about uh, 27 pounds of lactose in it. So it's, it's not... Super sweet, but it's it's definitely got a little bit of a sweetness as opposed to another stout. Because later on down the line here, this other one's an oatmeal stout, so you'll definitely notice the difference in the two. It's a good beer, Dave. Very good. Thank you. Uh, so the second one then would be um, it's called Silent Sunflower for Silence Do Good, which was a pen name that Benjamin used to write under. Um, this is actually an American wheat beer made with 30 pounds of roasted sunflower seeds. Really? Yes. So you should get a little bit of that roastiness on the back end of the finish, if you're picking it up. Yeah. It's nice. Thank you. Very subtle. Mm. Yeah, so I just um, played with this a little while. We we did it at Brewfest one year uh, for the VIP area. People really... Loved it. That went over real well. So I decided to to make some yeah. of it here, and so far it's been selling great. People people really enjoy this. It's uh, it's a little more unique, something a little slightly different to go along with the American wheat style. So I think it's a nice touch to that wheat beer. I remember how I think I, when you said that I, I couldn't remember where I 
placed that before, but it was at the VIP event. Yes. So that was, I remember trying it there too. Um, I love the name, right? And I love the fact that you're talking about how this plays together, right? Your marketing all the way across the board is, is pretty clear about what you do and what you are and the process of, of, of your brewery. You know, as, as a history buff, you know, that sounds do good letters. And it's, it's, it's a good kind of, it's a good connection. Yeah. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. That's something that you have to know what that's going on. So it's a, it's a, it's a nerdy thing to beer nerd and, and a history nerd thing. So well, Ben was a, a subtle nerd himself. So you know, I'm just trying to play off of all of that. Uh, then the next one we have is our um, the only IPA that we have on at the moment, which is our West Coast style IPA. It's also one of our year-round beers, as well as Milk Street is one of our year-round beers. Uh, it's called Academy. So it's our Academy IPA. And Academy is based off of... Um, because he started what was called the Junto Club, okay. and then that spiraled into the University of Pennsylvania going down the road. So Ben is actually a founder of the University of Pennsylvania. Cheers me again. So this is uh, all Cascade and Centennial hops, and it was all grown right here in Ohio. So where did the hops come from? They were from Rustling Vines Hop Farm, uh, which is in Amherst. I Amherst. Really good people over there, too. Uh, for those who, you know, all the brewers in our area, they might not use local hops, and we've used them before. And so yep. I know you guys have tried to use those quite a bit. Uh, yeah, when, uh, actually with um, West Branch. Mm -hmm. He used a lot of West Branch, his malt and everything yep. as well, too. And unfortunately, he's now no longer around, which was kind of a it's smack hard, to it's us. hard for us. Yeah, because I used everything I had was scaled mm -hmm. off of his stuff and you know, my percentages and everything like that. So yep. it took a little adjusting to get things right, but I'm still able to get some of the Ohio-grown hops. Yep. So I'm trying to get as much as I can because I figure, you know, as close to farm to table as we can get, or farm to glass, I guess as you would say. For sure. You know, that's uh, I really love keeping things local. When people come in here, we have um, some beers that are made with local honey, as this next one will be. Uh, we have a local farmer who's literally eight miles down the road, who he brings us honey, and actually he was spinning out honey today and told me to stop by, but I was a little bit busy and wasn't able to get over there. But he's a great guy, and he's got, I don't know, like 300 honey bee hives or whatever they are. That's a lot. Bee homes, you know, and yeah, he's, bee he's always bee condos. I mean, we, we get our condos. we get our honey from uh, someone who only has like eight, and they still have tons of honey for us, even for our massive batches of Christmas sales. So that's a lot of honey. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's he gave me uh, when I first I was still working here, and he was like, "You want some honey?" I said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." And he wheeled up two hundred and fifty pounds of honey. He's like, "Can right, you use we're gonna this? talk." And I, I was like, "Yes, uh, I can definitely use this." So and then I really enjoy. Uh, the fact that we try to use local ingredients. We look at Lorraine County beer, which is this is, I mean, you were the first Lorraine County brewery mm -hmm. and consistently been around for, for a long time. And we get into some of your history and story, you know, if you guys want to do that. But the connection to local, right, is really important. And I know we were both supporters of West Branch mm -hmm. like, almost exclusively. Um, and so continuing that process on as much as we possibly can is really important for local economy. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, but I mean, if you're if you're into you know health and allergens and things yep. like that, you know, especially with local honey, 
you've, you've got your own, the local allergens, the local pollen, the local things that are here for us. Mm -hmm. So the more of that you eat, the more of that you ingest, your system builds up immunities and, and can help fight things. And, you know, it goes from the grains to the foods, the vegetables, to the honey, to, you know, whatever it is that you can ingest. And I like to try to keep as much as I can local. I shop as local as I can, farmers so markets, this, all this that So this beer stuff. is good for me is what you're saying. It, it's well, a, absolutely. It's, it's a medicinal. Yes, yes, it's okay. medicinal beer. Medicinal that's a good beer. way to... That's a new slogan, Howard. Medicinal beer. <laughs> Franklin <laughs> Brewing, medicinal beer. Medicinal. <laughs> it's good for what ails you. Right, there you <laughs> go. I think, that's, the... uh, I think Ben Franklin actually had a saying about that, didn't he? You know, in, in wine there's sickness, in beer there's happiness, or yeah. something like that. In water there's bacteria. There you go, yeah. yeah. So we'll ferment it and be happy. <laughs> yes. All right, so then we're on to number four, which is uh, the newest of what we put out. This is, um, I am... You may have known this over the years. We may have talked about it. I don't know necessarily, but I'm not a big fan of Christmas in July. Mm -hmm. Kind of always buck the system with that. I think Christmas only comes one time a year, and that's when you have it. But everybody seems to really want I Christmas do. in July. So the only way I could do this was if I made a dark Christmas ale. So this is not our Christmas ale, but it is uh, an oatmeal stout with Christmassy spices. Lots of honey, Ooh. lots of toasted roastiness. Um, I think the the spice balance I can think came out very well in the whole thing, and it clocks in at nine and a half percent. Yeah, and drinks very easy. It doesn't drink like a nine and a half percent beer. And you'll definitely notice the difference between that and oatmeal or the mm. the uh, Milk Street. This is the Hugo Grimm. Hugo Grimm. Yeah, and actually Hugo Grimm follows off a of silence do good. Hugo Grimm was a pen name that Benjamin Franklin wrote under, and he only wrote one letter by it. And the letter that he put out was basically asking what has happened to Silence Do Good? How come we don't <laughs> hear from her anymore? And what does she have to say on certain topics? That's great. And then shortly after that, of course, Silence responded. So Ben was always the consummate professional and comedian. I mean, you got to love life before television, right? I mean, what did you do for entertainment other than write letters and put them in periodicals and send them out to everybody on the side of the streets with little kids? Right. Like, it's exactly. literally the best thing ever. Talk to yourself. <laughs> right. Talk to yourself. That's a good beer. Oh, yeah, that's very good. Just don't call it a Christmas ale. Not here. At least while Aaron's well, around. I mean, yeah. it was. No, you can't. We, uh, that's why I, I kind of used the name Hugo Grimm because it, seemed a little darker to me. And uh, so I put all the spices in it to, to lend to that Christmassy thing. But when we actually did the release here, and it turned out very well, it was more of a, a Halloween-y type release. Yeah. You know, we had a black Christmas tree and <laughs> skeletons and bats and that type of thing and <laughs> dressed them up with, uh, we had an actual skeleton that had sunglasses on and, you know, a little Christmas, black Christmas hat and that kind of thing. So, of course. You know, if, I'm, if we're going to do it, that's the way we're going to do it. You know, it's, it's, it went well for me, and I think Howard enjoyed it, and everybody else seemed to like it too. And, oh, yeah, we so. had a blast with it. I mean, Hugo Grimm is actually sort of a character that you'll, if you go to our social media, you'll see, and, well, you know, you can see him right there. He's coming back for Halloween. So Hugo right. is, is going to be a uh, regular mainstay in the cast of characters that you're going to see here at Franklin Brewing Company. So we kind of modeled his look after Benjamin with, oh, you know, yeah. creep. I, I mean, you can see that, you know, the bald head, yeah. the bifocals. So that that's Hugo Grimm. So he'll be back for, for Halloween. 
And the beer is one of my favorites you've done. I mean, Thank it's you. balanced, it's, it's clean, it's good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And then uh, the last one we have here is uh, our ESB. Now, most people do not make an ESB, and this is another one of our year rounds. Uh, and when I first was thinking up what to make, it was kind of I was looking for things that people didn't make a lot of. And I don't really remember what, which one I had, but I had only had one, I think, once, once or twice. And I enjoyed the, the style, but I couldn't find it anywhere else. So I did a lot of reading and research and, you know, how is this style made? And I came up with this, and it's, um, it's titled 1724. Mm -hmm. um, and the date is because that was the first date that Ben Franklin went to London to buy his first printing press at the age of 18. And the rest of his career is kind of history. You know? yeah. yeah, that's very, very drinkable. You drink a lot of these. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we do. Some people, you know, they, they look at it and they're like, ah, I'm not so sure I want to try that or anything. But as soon as they get the first sip, they're like, oh, yeah, that's going to be my go-to. Yeah. It, it finishes clean. It's, it's The name scares people. I that think name's going to scare is. somebody, right? I mean, ESB, Extra hear, Special Bitter. You hear Bitter. People have yeah. this notion of bitter beer. Correct. They don't want bitter beer, but this beer is not a bitter beer. So I mean, right? I actually, actually I it's think way it's way less bitter than an IPA. West correct. Coast for sure. Yeah, I think it's far more malt forward than anything yep. else. I agree. You know, it definitely has a malt sweetness. It's just a, a subtle earthy finish mm -hmm. that's in it. And you know, we've had people come in here that are act, have actually lived in London and are from England and that type of thing, and they're like, "This is better than some of the stuff that we get at home." And I'm like, well, yeah. that's I, I think that's great because I barely leave the county, let alone, <laughs> you know, the country. I mean, sleep on the couch. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's good. So how, how many beers do you guys have on tap? Uh, we have eight taps. We have one seltzer, so we have seven beers that uh, I try to rotate as often as I can. But we do have the four-year round, so that then limits yeah. me down to three that we start switching out of. So uh, we've got 37 different styles that we make, so i got to cram a lot into a couple handles. Sure do. Sure do. So the more you come and drink, the more I can make. You heard that, The guys. quicker we can turn. Exactly. So how do people, how do people find you? Like where, and I know I said we're in Grafton, but if you're driving through Grafton, where would they find you? Well, we're, the easiest way to say it is we're, we're in the same complex as Subway. Everybody seems to be able to find the Subway, and they were kind of around the corner. We're, we're tucked in. We're, we don't actually face Main Street, which is our address. We actually face a street called Vivian. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why people sometimes have a difficulty finding us because we used to be, or this location used to be a drive through liquor store. So that's what the, the two garage doors that we have that you'll see when we, when we move to the other side. But it was for, I guess, easy access for people to get out to the, not be on the main road and, and be on another, you know, another parcel here, I guess. No, we're actually sitting, in the, when you see the tour, hopefully, when you, when you come soon to Franklin Brewing Company, that, you know, the, the floor here is, is up on risers. Yes. Um, and it's a wood floor. And you can tell the drive through goes from one side to the other. That's why the garage door is open. Uh, it's really hot outside today, and it's, it's, it's nice in here. Um, the air was on when we came in. We forced him to open the garage doors for ambiance. <laughs> he was like, but it's hot outside. I'm like, yeah, but we're, we love being outside, right? <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. And as a person who... Um, I don't know if our, our viewers know this, but you know, I worked for the JVS for 20 years, the Rain County JVS. And for, I think, 12 of those years, I was 
at Midview High School as a satellite instructor. It's right down the street. And so it's right down the street. And when you said we're in the same plaza as Subway, literally that's how everybody here would know where you're at. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, honestly. it's They come for lunch here. It's all been day. here for, that little Subway's been here since I started working at Midview, always. And right across the street from the Mexican restaurant, riding this little, this little turn in the back. You have signage out front. And you have signs up on the side, too. We do. Yeah. Um, so you can't miss it. But you're just heading straight through town, um, past the Sparkle Market on your left, right? Yeah, which I, I think they're actually changing the name of that. But, yeah, it's the local grocery store on the left, the only one in town. Know. People used to know it as the Sparkle Market. <laughs> right. So drive past the supermarket, and you'll see a little, a little uh, mini strip mall on your left. Mm -hmm. You'll have the Mexican restaurant on your right. You'll see a little subway pull in there, and you'll find it. Or... You could use a little app called Maps or Google Maps and put Franklin Brewing in and just follow turn by turn. It's just another listen, newfangled listen, way you can listen, do that. We're, we're talking about Franklin Brewing Company, whose premise is uh, ben silence good do letters, right? So we're talking or <laughs> fine. Put it in Maps, Waves, whatever you want. Franklin Brewing Company, it'll get you right here too. So um, I look over at the bar over here and I see... One, two, three, four, five, six, a whole row of flavors, 13 flavors. Um, and you're using those for? Uh, our seltzer. Okay. So actually the seltzer is just a neutral base. It's got a, actually a subtle white wine-ish, dry white wine flavor if you want to just drink it plain. Uh, most people don't, but we offer 13 different flavors that you can mix and match, make them however you want. I, people ask for a seltzer, they wanted something different, and I just didn't feel the need to, to make one. So And does it help yourself? Uh yes, yes, absolutely. Yep. So you if I that. if I get a pint of seltzer I can go over and put in pineapple coconut. Yep, you can do whatever you want. And actually we have a cheesecake flavor over there that's amazing. You put the cheesecake in and you add lemon, apple, strawberry, cherry, whatever you want, and you got a cherry cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake, lemon cheesecake. Well, it's kinda like making a mixed drink. Yeah. It's How popular has that been? Uh real actually very popular. Yeah. It's it's tasty stuff. <laughs> Just, well, it looks like when we're off camera, we're going to hang out here for a minute and try the seltzer. With, and for all of those who are asking, yes, they see a bottle of pumpkin spice <laughs> seltzer. So while we may not be doing Christmas in July or any other type of crazy pumpkin beers, right. this man here has pumpkin spice pump to put in your seltzer. So, no, this is great. I mean, yeah, this is a good flight. Yeah, great beers. Appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Um, I mean, but the, I think the, the public, if if you've never been to Franklin, you know, I want you to tell our story really quickly, kind of the, the background. Um, they've been around in Lorain County for some time, quite some time, and most people I know who are in the craft beer have ventured to your other location before you came here to get growlers and, you know, sips and things to go. Um, and then, you know, while you're here, you know, how that's progressed. And so you've always made great beer. And there's never been a time when anybody's ever said that Franklin beer has been um, off or anything like that. So that's a good thing, right? So being in a new location, talk about that a little bit. How, how did you go from where you were at in Elyria to down here in Grafton, um, where, where you were brewing, what that whole setup was like, and then where you're at today? Well, um Started in a pole barn garage in my backyard, basically. Um, it was a home brew bug that turned into this, kind of got carried away. It was a hobby that just I just couldn't put down. Um, when I started doing this oh so many years ago, it was well before 
uh, the internet was as prevalent as it is now and the stuff has taken off the way that it has now, I mean, pretty much you Google anything and it's right at your fingertips of how to do this and how to do that. So a lot of things I had to go to the library or order books and, and that type of stuff and just read up on things. But my first system was a barrel and a half system that I cobbled together out of 55-gallon uh, stainless steel drums. Um, pretty much made everything myself, built everything, uh, welded a stand together. A buddy of mine helped me do, um, you know, some of the heavy lifting on, on most of those things. But, you know, we, we started with just basically a larger homebrew type setup. And funny story, mm -hmm. if you want to see that very first <laughs> Franklin Frankenbrew system, which is not Frankenbrew, the thing is epic. Literally, that's our brew system at ZZ's Big Top. Mm -hmm. So it's in our garage. You can see it through the, through the glass doors there at ZZ's. That's your original brew house, bro. Yeah. And yeah. so talk about what we do in sharing with the other. That, that's still there. That, that's still present. Um, and what you've done to start you know, the craft beer movement in Lorraine County is, is still progressing along the way. So we have that Frankenbrew system at ZZ's Big Top. I'm going to have to stop by and look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's cool. That's really cool. Do you still have it? I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of where we started, and then we just we we just started distributing the bars and restaurants, um, and we just got bigger than what I could keep up with on the system. Uh, we still had full time jobs, so you know we were doing that and coming home. I would come home and I'd brew till two three in the morning, and then get up and go to work and do it all over again the next day. Uh, we would do deliveries on Saturdays. We'd also go make sales calls on Saturdays to just try to push us along and do things. You know what? At one point in time, I think we had 60, 70-something customers all the, way, all the way down to Columbus, out to the Geneva area, and all the way out to, like, Sandusky and that. I remember those days. Um, yeah, they were, they were rough, rough days. We, I think you had, we had, like, five or six taps at your place at one point in time. Did. Yeah, sure. Um, so you, you definitely helped us grow a lot on, on that front. And actually Platform, who is no longer around, they, they started. They helped us out with a lot of things. And there's, there was a bunch of other breweries that put us on tap, and that helped us kind of get noticed and move along and and i think that i'm not saying that everybody gives them a bad rap because i don't think that they deserve a totally a bad rap platform um because early on they did help we talked about it a lot right i mean they helped us out tremendously and other brewers have already been to uh, helped them out and so even with you like early on in that uh 2014 15 16 range mm -hmm. uh, they were quite helpful oh yeah absolutely very much so yeah and then things changed yeah so how how did you get in, involved with uh, this fine young gentleman over here? Well, as we were talking uh, last week about Brewfest and all that and music, the whole music thing, we had a band going back in the day called Hydra. Uh, we started, I met Aaron back in 2003. Our first gig was in 2004. We opened for Theory of a Dead Man down at uh, the Odeon. So rock. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, all these years go by and the band kind of just stopped playing, but obviously we stayed friends and he had me come over one day and said, hey, try, try this beer I'm brewing. And uh, I was already drinking craft beer from my days at the Odeon because after the show was over, like we we're talking about, it was a buck of beer. So my thought was, I'm going to try all this weird stuff because mm -hmm. I have this insatiable thirst for new, new music, new taste, just new things. The thrill of discovery is is very forefront in my mind so I'm always into trying new beer so that's I started drinking craft beer back in 1995 before it was as big as it is now but he, he you know came over one day and said hey try this beer and the first one I had was Richard's Pale Ale 
which is in which the fermenter as we speak. He just brewed that. And I, I'm going to have a hard time remembering what that tastes like because it's been so long. I haven't, I haven't brewed that beer, I think, in like six years. Yeah, so it's yeah, been a while. It's been but, yeah. Wow. but yeah, that was the first beer that I had that he would brew. And I'm, right off the bat, I told him, this is good as anything I'm drinking now. And I'm an experienced craft beer drinker. And, you know, Aaron's thought was, I want out of trucking. I want to be a brewer. So here we are. We started a brand. What year was that? Probably 2000, somewhere 2007, somewhere in there. When I look back at my graphic design files, that's my earliest date on a file is 2008. 16 years of grinding, brother. Oh, yeah, (laughs) man. It's, 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 yeah, they... Where there's a will, there's years, a way. I, right? I, I don't know the meaning of quit. That's that's kind of my not in your vocabulary. Kind of my curse. <laughs> and I think that's important for those you know, in our viewership who are looking at what we do, right? So we talk about beer brewing and bullcrap, and and part of that is home brewing too, right? And, and so there's a massive home brewing community in, in Cleveland and in other cities as well who are watching at home. You know, this is a gentleman who had the bug and the itch and who's made good beer and decided to make this what he wanted to do. And it took time. I mean, you did the grind. You did it out of your house. You sold growlers and cans out of the back of your house on Saturdays, right? Yeah, only um, select select Saturdays too. And yeah, it was only for like three, four hours. That was it. To get you to where at today, right? Where we're gonna take a tour here in a moment, right? And get to see what that hard work has been able to pay off to. So it's just a cool thing, man. If you have not been out here to Franklin Brewing Company, right here on Main Street in Grafton. You need to. We talked about how to get a hold of them at, at Facebook and other social media sites, at Franklin Brewing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the Dave. He's going to tell us how to get a hold of us here at um, the Blabbermalt Show one more time. Hit that like button and share. And then when Howard talk about some events you have coming up that we want to talk about, and then we'll get a tour. Sure. Absolutely. Dave Howard. Yeah, that's uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. We're the Blabbermalt Show and at Blabbermalt on X, Instagram. All the other places. Like, yeah. share. Right it's right there. It could be there. I don't know yeah. where you guys are going to put it. We'll have to get the overlay. Yeah. <laughs> like, share. Helps us out a bunch, guys. Get that content out to people. We really appreciate it. Not just for us, but it helps get people who we're, we're hanging out with today, get them out and about. I mean, here's this little wonderful brewery um, in kind of mid-southern Lorain County that – Want you to come and hang out with them for a little bit. Yeah, and the vibe that we're going for here is kind of a uh, coffee shop vibe with just beer instead of coffee. You know, you can come in, you can sit down, you can bring your laptop if you want, you can work on some things, you can bring your family, you can bring your kids. We got games for them to play. There's books to read. There's, you know, whatever it is you want to do. We're dog friendly since we don't have a kitchen. You know, that's kind of kind of a little bit of a downfall, but, you know, you're welcome to bring in whatever you want. If you want to have a picnic, you can bring your own food in. You just can't bring beverages. You know, we supply the beverages. You just bring the food. Yeah, so come on out here to Franklin Brewing Company. Tell them the Blabbermalt Show sent you. You buy your first pint, get your second pint for full price. Full price. <laughs> Got that going for you. <laughs> Boom, we hooked you up. And that's because we got a free flight out of it. <laughs> you got any... Uh, well, we've always working on something to to uh, entertain the people because obviously Aaron and I are big musicians, so we're always looking at musical acts to bring in here. Um, the whole craft brewing thing is a creative endeavor, so we've got pint and paint on Fridays as a series. This is going through October, 
So you can come in and have some pints or seltzers, bring in snacks, bring in food. Obviously, our beer's on tap and get some painting done. Even if you're a novice, come in and, and have some fun. And that's the whole thing with this artist here. And they're here to kind of teach you and guide you as you go through this. And we've got music coming up. We've got uh, our, our biggest event coming up is going to be uh, October 28th. We're going to do, as I mentioned, we're going to bring Hugo Grimm back. And we're going to have Hallow's Eve here. So there's only going to be 50 tickets available. So you can find that on Eventbrite dot com and get your ticket which will include a beer food we're going to have a dj from cool cat radio here uh, they're going to be bouncing back and forth between the dj that's in the studio and the guy that's here so we're going to have a lot of fun with that there's going to be a 250 dollars cash prize for the best costume as voted on by the patrons that come so come on out for that uh, yeah yeah it, it's going to be well, fun we get to dress up too that's, yeah you know. yeah we're all yeah small intimate halloween party so that'll be going on uh, october 21st we just started working with melissa over at goddess elite in north Olmsted. we're going to have what we're calling sipping with spirits larry allen is a medium psychic and he's going to be in here doing reading so that's going to be really interesting i've i've never taken part in anything like that before so i think that's going to be really cool that's great yeah can't, i can't wait to see it um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, we've got another yoga class. We're working with uh, Grounded Yoga and Wellness right around the corner from us. They're going to do a yoga class on the 14th in the morning before we open. So uh, get your tickets for that. There's those. As anything we do here, we're a small venue, so tickets are going to be limited. So uh, get your tickets for that, and uh, we're, we're going to keep it rolling. We're, we're going to do a uh, – oh, this is going to be cool. You guys have seen our park a lot. Obviously, we don't have a lot of parking spaces. And Aaron and I are both into cars and car shows. But as kids, we were into the model kits, oh, nice. like a lot of us were. So we're going to do a model kit car show. That's going to be on Sunday, October 15th. So bring in your model kits. And, again, we'll have uh, some prizes and whatnot. We're going to work with uh, Haven Hobby down the road here, um, just right down the road from us, still on, on Main Street 57 over there. I think they're... Elyria, or is that Car that's Carlisle Township Carlisle, too? Yeah. So, so if I want to sign up, I got this email today, or I think it was today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with yeah, all this information today. already in it. So, how do I, if I'm a person listening today, how do I go and sign up for this email list? Hit us up on our Facebook page. There's a little link that you can click, and it'll bring up a sign up page, or just you know post on one of our posts. We're always posting, and we banner back and forth with people on Facebook and social media all the time. Cool. Yeah, appreciate it. Or the easiest thing to do is if you go to franklinbrewing.co, it'll take you right where you need to go. That's so franklinbrewing.co. It's just .co, no M. It'll take you right there. Cool. cool. Want to do a tour? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I'm always a master uh, camera holder. You are a master. All right, well, check out this garage door here. This is awesome. Nice open air. And you can see the uh, we have the decking material bringing it up. It used to be the old drive-through, right? You just go Yeah, and actually the, the reason that, that we threw the deck on here is because there's a 6 to 8-inch drop-off here where, where it was a curb. So when the cars would come in, you know, if somebody's a little crazy, they're not going to run into anything. 
So obviously that's not a, a good thing. No matter how brightly colored we paint anything, somebody's still going to trip and fall. So to make it a little easier, especially for wheelchairs and things like that, to, we decided yeah. to put this deck across it, and you can just roll right across and have a nice flat yeah. floor to walk Beer on. Beer drinking and drop-offs don't mix. E exactly, don't mix. exactly. All right, cruise on over here. Yeah, and then the, the custom wall that we, we did was, it's all pallets. It's pallet wood. So it's there's four different colors of stain in there, a bunch of different types of wood, and was uh, quite a chore to put together, but it's kind of a nice focal point. Yeah, we got a cool logo. Cool logo on the wall, love that. Yeah. You want to check out the bar first, or the yeah? I was going to say the the bar was actually custom made on the spot for us by one of our customers. Uh, he's a long long term customer, ex uh, or retired. O'Leary, police officer. Um, Hans von Warmer is his name. Okay. Give him a shout out. Uh, but he had a similar bar in his basement that uh, Howard and I had stopped in on St. Paddy's Day 4, and we really enjoyed it. And I said, you know, it would be nice to, to get one of these in our space, you know, once we get a space open. And he said, let me know, and I'll come and build it for you. That's so awesome. This is what he did. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so as, as we mentioned, or as I mentioned before, this used to be a drive through liquor store, so it's – Changed a lot since the liquor store days. You know, we added uh, we added the bath, the extra bathroom. There was the one bathroom, so we added the extra bathroom, and then we've got the darts in that. So we do have dart leagues that come in here on Thursday nights right now. But that's going to be ending, and it's going to be switching to Wednesday nights. You know, we do trivia and music bingo and that type of thing. So there's definitely things for everybody to do and hang out. Our little couch lounging area, bed, if you will. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, just kind of avoid the, we're small, so we don't have much to put things, so we got to find spaces to put them and work around them, yeah, basically gotta... the way it is. So then this is uh, the rest of the drive-through area, which then got converted into the actual brew house. So you can see where the step-off is for where the curb came across, so that's why we ran the flooring across it. But then this was just painted, sealed, and... It's ready to go. We added some four drains and stuff to it. All of this stuff, it's a three-barrel system. So all of this was what was in my whole barn garage that we then just moved over to here, had things piped and, and run, and sealed a lot of the stuff off ourselves, did a lot of the work ourselves. The, uh, the cooler that's behind you um, was, was a cooler, but we shrank it down. It used to have uh, glass doors on it because of the drive-through. Okay, yeah. Um, so, sense. yeah, obviously we had that all removed and, and changed it to the cooler that we have now. And, and I've got a beer bubbling away oh, as I can we smell speak it. over here. Oh, it smells wonderful. Okay. And this is, uh, <laughs> this is kind of our home away from home. So we've come a long way from a pole barn garage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. As I tell people, we just upgraded to a little bit bigger garage. <laughs> get, a look, get a look in here. Come on, people, take a look. That's what fermenting beer looks like. Bubble, bubble, bubble. Thank you. Oh, nice. Well, Aaron, we appreciate uh, having us out. Uh, great to see your space. We can't wait for people to get themselves down here to Grafton to, to have a pint with you and all your wonderful events you're having coming up. Um, it's one of those things we talk about what that looks like, almost like a uh, community event center. 
right? We want people to right. come here, hang out, absolutely, do life together, mm -hmm. and just enjoy each other's company. So. Yeah, it's kind of I kind of like lean a little bit on Ben, you know, when the the taverns of the day were what people discussed, what they were going to then go out and say, this is how we're going to shape the country and make the world. So I kind of want people to come here and just be able to sit down, talk with your friends, have business meetings, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, and then go off and shape your world. Look at that. Beautiful. Having a little bit Love of that. philosophizing this evening. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you look good, brother. Thank you. And uh, thanks for having us out. Look forward to having you in the studio next week. Be good, yeah. All right, until then, guys, stay, stay malty, Cleveland. Cleveland.